It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Do you really want to hurt me? Do you really want to make me cry? Sorry about that rendition. That's words, though, sung so many years ago by an androgynous, an androgynous young man named Boy George, who headed a band named Culture Club. Yeah, they were called Culture Club. I would assume by now, though, that he has slipped into the dark caves of musical history, and nobody under the age of 40 would even know who he is. But, but, at one time, he was an unoffending but frightening personage to a generation of people who believed that meat and potatoes belonged together and that men and women should be drastically different in every crevice. Boy, George, <laughs> he, he dared to be not so much boy-like, and certainly not only George, but a little Georgette, if you will. Through his music, he challenged the world around him to accept him as he was. All the time doing it with a, a delightful British accent. Since then... Since the culture club came along and suggested that we should have a culture and treat it like a club, there's been a rebirthing of interest in the culture concept. Millions of people trying to find out their ancestry and the honoring of customs which were once outdated but now, for some reason, are extolled because they exemplify a people who inhabit a certain parcel of land. Let me make this clear. Are you ready for this? Humanity is not a territory. It is a species. We are not evaluated by the territory, the landmass, the desert, or the lakes and oceans that we live near, but rather that we're part of this thing called Homo sapiens. We're, we're, we're a species of creatures. I think we I think we've just gone too far with this idea of separation. People say, what's the problem in our country today? Why are we so upset? Because we separated ourselves off so much, and then we find ourselves having to defend the reason we separated. Well, the reason we did that is like walking up to someone who's gotten a divorce and saying, Well, I see you got a divorce. With it, they almost feel compelled to tell you the whole story, why they chose divorce and why it was good for them. The same thing's true with culture. It's almost like we feel compelled. Oh, you see, I got black skin. Let me talk to you about Africa. No, no, don't. You don't live in Africa. You don't know anything more than Wikipedia about Africa. We could, well, I come from a German descent, or I, I'm 14% uh, American Cherokee. So? 
It doesn't mean you can. It doesn't mean you can do anything that the Native Americans did. They were a hundred percent Native American. We've gone crazy. We think humanity is a territory. It's a species. We've tried to create all of this tolerance. Try to create tolerance for culture. We've created a counter intolerance, which causes us to be overly loyal to our group our color, our nation, and even our gender. We're clumping into smaller and smaller units of human separation. And then we wonder why a a sense of superiority grows in the midst of that overly zealous desire to be unique. I think, I think I just might shoot myself if I have to hear one more person say, there's no one exactly like you. You are a God snowflake, unique, with all your little points falling from the sky, and you're so special. No one exactly just like you. If you I suppose if you're talking about molecules, you may be right, but if you're talking about general appearance, and attitude. Lots of us are the same. Actually, I have to tell you, the whole earth may be one big doppelganger. You know what a doppelganger is? That means people who look alike, people who, they're dead ringers for each other. That's what we are. Just go to a shopping mall and look at people. You don't sit there and go, my God, that one's got three heads. Or that one is so uniquely looking that we... I have to say there's no one quite like you. My dear God, I can sit in a Walmart parking lot and in five minutes I can see five women walk in who look like their sisters and five men who you would swear they were brothers. We're, on, we're so intent on making ourselves important that we end up doing nothing important just claiming that we're important because we were born just south of the Euphrates. Or we were born under the sign of the French during the Joan of Arc era. My great, 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 great grandfather. What? What? What are you going to tell me about that? What is relevant to you? So So I thought it would stop in today from my pad doing the pod (laughs) yes from my pad doing the podcast and tell you the order in which we must begin to look at our beings as they relate to our time spent on this third planet from the sun in other words who are we really as far as i know this is the order are you ready this is the way we need to start thinking about ourselves if we're going to escape this, this sectarianism and this culturism and this clumping into groups that begin to fight with each other. Number one, above all else, I am and you are an earth creature. That includes me in with everything from the king of Sweden to the king crab. I am part of this ethos. I am part of this planet's atmosphere. 
so what happens on earth needs to concern me. I even need to invite myself into the earth's situation. Invite myself, become involved in earth because I was asked by creator God to be a good caretaker. Because I will tell you this, what happens on earth <laughs> stays on earth. Absolutely, you can count on it. You may think it only affects China, but that China cloud will eventually float your way. You're an earth creature. But number two, number two thing that both of you and I need to do, we need to say, I am a human being. Of all the creatures on earth, I am one of those human forms who has been granted a lot of responsibility because of the gift of brain power. I am supposed to help keep this planet from exploding, both ecologically and also from some idiot out there with bombs. As a human, I am related to all my cousin, cousin Arab, cousin Jew, cousin black, cousin Chinese, cousin Nigerian, cousin South American, cousin Mexican. When an airplane crashes, I need to stop saying, were there any family members, anybody we know, any Americans? And realize that these are all my friends. All the nations and families of the earth suffer. And if I'm going to gain my sanity back, I need to suffer with them. So what have we got so far? I'm an earth creature. I'm an earth thing. An earth being. Number two, I am a human being. And number three... I am an American. Now, now, you may not be an American. You may be French, German, Russian, Nigerian, Australian, or live in the North Pole and work at the toy shop. But for me, I am an American. It is my job as an American to follow the openness, the kindness, the wisdom that we've learned to use as a nation. It's my job to respect other nations and not consider them less because they're not American. I am not a German American. I'm not an African American. I am not a Latino American. I'm just an American, part of the melting pot. So I'm prepared to take some heat on my beliefs so that they can dissolve into the flavor of the soup that makes us United States of America. So we got three so far, right? I'm an earth creature. I'm a human being. I am an American. Number four. Well, here's the good news. Number four is up to you. Maybe you want to be a family person. Maybe your faith is the most important thing after realizing that you're an earthling, a human, and an American. That's not my business. As long as you're not placing it in one of the first three positions, you have the complete freedom to decide what is fourth on your list in your order of joy. That's your business. Even though we talk about customs and we talk about stylings, when it comes to cuisine, for instance, every single culture has a meat, a potato, a vegetable, a drink, and a dessert. Think about it. They may call it tortilla. They may call it matzah. 
They may have a different name for the potato and call it rice. Their vegetables may be local. And their drink may even be alcoholic. And that dessert they can come up with may be sweet or even sweeter. But the similarities are remarkable. For every culture, for instance, has a way for people to be in love, a way for people to worship, and a way for people to establish their rights. Just that's the way things are because human beings are like that. Human beings do human things as they become more human. Why are we fighting? Why such social upheaval? Why all the struggles? Why all the killings? Because we stopped being human. And we started trying to be gods. Gods of our culture. Gods of our terrain. Gods of our territory. Gods of our gender. Gods of our sexual orientation. Instead of just folk. And of course, every culture has families. A love of their families. And some of their worst problems are always with their families. If you want to help in the great social upheaval of this country, start looking for similarities instead of differences. For you see, the good news is, since we're all human beings, we have an awful lot to talk about regarding being human. And the better news is, if we actually had that conversation and found our precious common ground, we could make Earth a heavenly, human place to live. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.